make noise. Make noise, make noise, make noise, make noise. Make noise, make noise, make noise, make noise, make noise. Make noise, make noise. Make noise. This is a rapper. A great actor. He is an Oscar, Golden Globe, Emmy, Grammy. Everything that you, every award that you could get, he has it. This is common. And everybody give him a, give him a clap hands emoji and just show him your love, people. So how, how, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great, Scoop. It's great to see you, man. I'm, and um, I'm feeling blessed, man. I'm just grateful for grateful for life, grateful for everything, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Last time I saw you, you were in seat 4L on United Airlines flight 16 from uh, London, New York, London to New York, and I was in uh, I was in I think six six L or something. I, yeah. I was right behind you. You were in like right. four and I was in six. I walked up and I right. saw. You the fuck that's common? And the lady <laughs> and let him sleep. No problem. So, yeah. so no, but that, uh, but the flight attendants had a lot of love for you. On you, you, you had a, you got a lot of respect on the on the airlines, man. I was like, they was they was treating you as royalty as they should, but it was it was a lot of love. I could tell you had a report. Obviously, mm -hmm. you fly and work a lot, so I was like, yo, Scoop got the props here. What, what you know, you know what it is common? I live half of my week in London, and I leave, I live half the week in America. So I'm oh. going back and forth. They see me every week. I've been flying. I go back and forth every week for the last 24 years. Oh, man. that's. I mean, it's. it seemed like a hectic life, but that's a good life because I love London, man. And I think, like, yeah. man, there's so much over there, so much to offer over there, so much to get from there, man, from the music to the, you know, just to some of their culture, especially as I started getting in tune with a lot of black people over there. I was just getting in tune with new culture over there, man, and the, and the, mm -hmm. the art over there, the theater. I'm in the, a lot of things that, that London got, so that's dope. You over there rocking. I have been for the last 24 years, uh, pretty much 46 to 48 weeks. And you know that you know that those are the guys that created drill music, basically. Those producers are the ones who gave Pop Smoke the Beats to do what he does today, man. So that's what the movement started out there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they be, I mean, one thing I love is they come with their own sounds, man. They got their own thing. And I mean, in all truth, they always did, you know. It's a lot of English artists. Uh, they just had their own thing, whether black or white. So, you know, one of my favorite artists from there was this singer. His name is Omar. Omar Lightful. He is a dope singer from there. Like, But, he, you know, he came out in the 90s and continued to do, make music. I seen him recently when I was over there. He's, he's super dope. Yep, you 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 travel the world. I mean, of course, you you've got the credentials to do it, man. Like, I love you as a rapper. Now, two of my two of the songs that you have are like top twenty in my iPad, in my um iTunes. Of course, what? go with Kanye and the light. There are times yeah, yes. to <laughs> someone. I will be by your side. Like, yeah. even, even just the those records are. Older, but I love them. I just love that kind of music anyway. Yeah. What do you prefer more than more one over the other? Do you like acting more than rapping or rapping more than acting? Man, and probably at this point in my life, I really love, ah, man, it's hard. I love acting, man, so much, but I love rhyming. Like, I feel like I want to do both for the rest of my, my life. As long as I'm on the planet, I want to do both because I love acting. As much as I love music, but but I just started at it later. But I really love acting. So, in fact, 
Scoop, I got this this piece coming out on Audible. It's called Bluebird Memories, where I combine, you know, I combine theater and music, theater, music, hip hop, you know, and, and performance to create this thing. Like it's an Audible experience, but we did it at at a theater in New York called the Manetta Lane Theater. Three days we recorded it. It's coming out on on August fourth. I'm excited about it. It's the real combination of what I, what I'm talking about, cause you know I can't pick one or the other. It's times where I, I'm not in the in the in the like I'm not inspired to make some music, and 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 I'm like I'm loved that I'm you know able to pursue acting and, and go and, and growing that. But then it's also times where it's scripts coming through that's not really enticing for me. They're not really like I'm I'm not inspired by them, and I'm like shoot. It's, I get on stage and I feel like at home. So I, I feel like both of them are gifts. I, I feel when, when when the creator give us gifts, we gotta utilize them and nurture them and make and, and develop them. So I'm I'm working on both. Did it just get dark in here? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. You you in you in the shade. So right. so here, here my question is this: as an actor, how do you know? when a script is really something you need to rock with? Because I, I would just figure I'm just reading a book. How would you, how do you know that this is going to be something? Well, it's like, honestly, Scoop, from the first, when I start reading a, a script, from the first pages, even for me, sometimes from the first, like, words and dialogue, I'm like, okay, either this is, like, the same old, same old, or, man, what is this? This is real interesting. I got to see what this is. And usually it's like, as I start getting interested, because you get a different scripts, it makes you want to read. You want to, like, when you know a script is good, when you want to keep reading, it's like a great book or, you know, a great song. You put on a song and it should, it should get you. It got to get you. And, um, yeah. you know, the script got to get me. So it's, I really love great writing, man, whether it's James Baldwin or, you know, or, or Barry Jenkins who, who did, you know, who did Moonlight, like different writers, you know, that, that just come from different forms of, of, of art. So as soon as I read that script, I know if it's something that's there. And then I start looking at the character. Is this character something I can do something with? Like like show something different, show something new. Because I never I never want to do like just keep doing the same things as a as a as an actor. Like because, you know, I I like showing the range. I like exploring new things. And to me acting is part of like it's an art form where you can grow in like you know, because you learn different things as an actor, not just only the art form of acting and about yourself, but like if I played a mechanic, I'm learning what it is to, to really be a mechanic. So I like all those things. So, I mean, it's, it's really about the script and the words and how that speaks to my soul and then also the character. So you, you, you have range because you did a, a couple of my favorite movies, Hunter Killer. Hunter Killer was, was it, was, wasn't a huge, huge hit, but I like... With the, the the role you played in that, of course, in John Wick, you know everybody oh, knows John Wick. Um, yeah. I, I still watch the Street Kings with Keanu Reeves. I still watch that one. You played yeah. a real fucking bad guy in that. And and, yeah. and and the one that I really want to ask you about was Selma. What made yeah. you What made you pick that? Was it just Was it just being black and and feeling like you had to do it for the culture? What was behind that? Man, I was so. I was so mad geeked when they told me that Ava was was looking at me for a role in Selma because I knew that story was going to be really powerful. I had auditioned for that that script 
like two years before that. They were going to make it two years earlier, and it was a different director on it and everything. And I went in an audition with David Oyelowo, who ended up playing Dr. King. And, man, we both, we actually walked out and said a prayer afterwards, like, man, this happens, man, I hope this happens, man. Because it was that powerful of a story and script. So when I got the call that, that Abel was directing the new version and it was a new script, I was I ain't have to look at that script, bro. I was like, yo, get me in on that one. Because I'd already known the basis of it was already excellent. And with Ava touching it and like creating on it, that was just going to take it to new levels. So, so, so all I did was meet with her and... um. Then they said, man, we want you to read the script. I read the script and was like, man, I, man, that was one of the greatest experiences I ever had on, on anything I've done, anything. <laughs> Why is that? What, what, did you, what did you learn? And number two, when that, when that came out, because it was such a powerful movie for, for the black experience, what, did, did you receive any blowback? Did you receive, yeah. you know, of course you got accolades, but did you get anybody being angry? You know, yeah. what was your experience? Well, I'm going to tell you why it was one of the most powerful experiences. One, it was the first time I was on a movie set where I saw a black woman. The leader. Come on, give him a second. He's answering phone. She was leading the whole, as our director, Ava was just this incredible force. Mm -hmm. Hold on one second, just hold on one second. He'll be back in the, he'll be, hold on, we'll, we'll, hold on, let me just get him back. Let me get him back, let's wait for him to come back. There we go. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, I see I'm inside, you, you bro, go. I'm here. All right, cool. Okay. So let me, so. Donna, the, the, the director of photography, Bradford Young, who's incredible. Seeing all those black people, that's what, that made me be like, wow. Like what, you asked what, how did it change me? It made me see that, man, we have the ability to do that. And, you know, Ava was a, a, a human being and a person that, that flexed and used that authority. And this was like, not even, you know, she hadn't even gotten to the level she is now, but she still, made sure that that was there. And I thought that was a real powerful thing for me to see and learn, you know, cause each way along the way, I started seeing some of the things that, that I can do. Like I, watching Denzel, I, I got to be an American gangster and watching Denzel, I learned like, man, like, like I saw him do something on the set, protecting this woman because somebody was working was like, you know, just putting cords all over her head and wasn't, paying attention, because you know, people on the set sometimes just moving. And Denzel stopped and said, hey man, that's a person you, you know, you put in that court, if you're gonna do that, say something to her and let her know, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, I was like, wow, you know, it just, it, it let me see that, man, you gotta bring your ethics and your, who you are to, to your movie set, to the offices, to wherever you are, man. Like, if, if I get in the office and people start saying, I, I'm not, a Basically, I'm not afraid to talk about God in my and 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 I'm and I'm in a meeting. I'm not afraid to talk about the South Side of Chicago. You know, I'm not afraid to talk about like whatever. My point is, I'm gonna bring me to the meeting, and I think those you know those type of values is what I learned watching Denzel, and also the way Ava conducted her, her set. Everybody felt welcome. Oprah, Oprah, 
was cool with the with the background actors, with the other actors who man, it just was an incredible experience. Wow. Wow. When you watch when you watch Denzel Washington, what are you watching for? What are you, what are you observing him for? How does he do what he does? Um I, I watch I watch to learn like to see if you know is any like any things that I could pick up on or, or just learn from. Um and what I ended up watching for, to be honest, when you first you know, when you in in a scene with somebody, you you know, you kinda you can't get into caught up in like, yo, this is Denzel. You gotta bring it. Like it's like if, if I got on the court, I'm on the court playing with somebody that's that's one of the greats. I'm still on the court. I'm on the court with them. I gotta deliver for the team. But what I did like, what I did watch was how he was conducting himself, like and and things that he did to prepare before a scene or during the scene if something like wasn't going exactly right, like how he improved and how he worked through things and 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 really helped me to understand the same thing that you and I know because we come from hip hop culture is that man it's really a creative thing it's a you know you 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 got to bring some of that rawness to it and I saw Denzel bringing that rawness and that and I didn't I didn't have that level of you know knowledge or confidence yet to be like man you know the same way if if same way, if some if the sound system go out and we got a freestyle, we gonna do what we gotta do. Or you you you've been in situations where you know something go out, you still rocking, boom. You gotta do it. You do what you gotta do. It's that type of spirit and energy that I felt like I didn't know that I needed to bring towards acting, and I've been doing that. Well, an American Gangster was an amazing movie. Um, you were talking about the South Side of Chicago, man. The summer. I mean, they acting crazy out there, man. They're, they're, a lot of people getting hurt, a lot of people getting killed. You know, I know that you're very active in terms of wanting to help people in Chicago. What What is going on out there, and what are you doing to try to kind of help that situation? Well, man, I'm super, I'm really, um, like, hurt that my city is going through what we're going through. Um, it's been going on for some years, so I'm not going to act like it's new. Um, I, it's my what I do is I it's it's a lot of organizations, including the organization I have called Common Ground Foundation, mm -hmm. that does real work like with youth, like giving youth opportunities to to pursue things and introducing them to new things, like you know whether it's social activist like ways and work to nutrition to yoga, like our kids have been introduced to so many things. I also opened a school called AIM, Art in Motion. We just had our first year this year. That school is geared towards academics, but also advancing our children through the arts. And we have a meditation room for the kids. Instead of detention, they go to meditation. Hmm. And we also, you know, have a lot of great, our principal is an incredible black woman named Carol, who's just this bringing the children, like, and it's right, it's, the school is not even, two miles from where I grew up, right on the south side. So to me, creating opportunities is one of the solutions. Creating more opportunities also for, for, for economics is, is a solution. Um, you know, voting is, is, is one of the things that, that's another step in, in changing the situations that, that can help, like basically create more opportunities. Voting is, is necessary. That's one of the other steps. 
And also, changing this criminal justice system, man. A lot of people that's involved in, in crime are, right now are, are part of a cycle, whether it's a cycle that's, that has happened in their homes, you know, and, and a father being gone and, or a father being in prison and then coming back and not being able to get a job or vote. I mean, when you think about that, school, think about this. Somebody, pay, somebody commits a crime, goes and pays their dues, comes back, and now you're telling them they're not a citizen. They can't vote. They can't, they can't, they can't get housing. It's hard for them to get jobs. And then even some of the neighborhood is looking at them like, you know, judging them. So that's why I think, you know, our approach to the criminal justice system has to change our mentality. But also, you know, what this system is doing to, to, to our people is really helping to, to, to perpetuate the violence. But I'm saying to my people in Chicago and, with, and whatever inner city, Brooklyn, Harlem, you know, um, wherever you're from, Queens, you know, Alabama, Atlanta, we, we do got to take care of our own, too. Like, we got to, like, some of the onus is on us, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. that's just what it is. You know, one of the things, and people, I want to preface this by saying that maybe three or four weeks ago, I had a conversation on the text with comments. So we're going back and forth. And we, it was actually, it was right around the time of George Floyd, I think. It was like right yeah, around the time yeah, of George Floyd. And I was like, yo, bro, I want you to come on the show because for me, you are one of the few rappers that not only not only are you huge in this world, but you, you're, you're an activist and I know you are. And you just bring a calm and, 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 a, and a sense of, a sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A sense, a sense of calm and a sense of sense, if that makes sense, <laughs> to a situation. And you told me, you said, I can't come on right now because I don't, I have to figure out what the answer is. And we would go, I was like, yo, bro, I think it's this, I think it's this. And, and you said, listen, when I, when, I'm, when I get my mind together, I'm going to come back and talk to you. So for yeah. me, you know, what, what did you, after reflecting on everything that happened with George Floyd, what, what did you come up with or what, what were your thoughts? Because I know it was all through your head at that time. Well, man, first of all, I was, I was like feeling the hurt that, that a lot of us was feeling. I also was feeling um, for his family. Um, I also was thinking... Man, what me talking right now, what is that gonna do towards change? Like I, I, I really and that was what, what a lot of our texts back and forth was like, mm -hmm. yo, Scoop, I gotta be a part of action now. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just be on talking about this or you know, or just putting putting up a post. I salute all those who speak up, but my my speech has to go along with action because I can't I can't just talk about it now. It's, it's way more work to be done. So, you know, some of the things that, you know, I actually ended up going out to Minnesota Scoop and um, just meeting with some community activists, met with um, the Congresswoman Ilhan Omar from out there in Minnesota, the mayor of um, St. Paul, who actually went to Florida and them same black college I went to. Okay. Um, he's younger, but we, you know, we listened to social activists from out there and, and that's, for me, it was like, okay, now I know some things that I can do and, and, I, and I'm connecting certain dots that I can take action in this area and not just only go out and say, hey, y'all, you know, yo, we got a justice for George Floyd. That's, 
powerful. We, we got to say it. But then, you know, my, my job, and, and, and it's a lot of people like those activists and, and the Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, their job is to do the work, too. And, and I feel like each and every one of us, from wherever we sit, we can do the work. You're doing the work now by just bringing up the question. Um, you know, I've you know, I seen people, I had a director call me, a white director, call me and ask, and I want to shout him out, because he's one of the, the biggest commercial directors. And he said, man, comment, I need you to give me a list of black directors you know. Young, they ain't even got to be, they don't even have to be, like, well-known. They, they don't even have to have any experience in commercial directing. And that was his way of giving back. Mm -hmm. Like, he, 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 and, and he actually hired, he texted me last night, like, man, I hired, you know, a couple of, I hired this one brother, and then I'm like, man, this is, we can change things from where we sit. My thing was to like, okay, what am I going to do now? One of the things that we're doing right now, Scoop, that I'm really in, inspired about is like, for this, this next election is so important and so many people are like, man, I don't believe in Biden, I don't believe in, I'm like, man, besides Biden, let's see what, what first of all, we know we, we can't allow Donald Trump to stay in office. That's just not right for good for any human beings that want this country to have any type of unity, progress or anything. But along with that, it's also people down the ticket, down the ticket, meaning people from the Senate, to, to, to district attorneys, to state's attorneys, that we owe ourselves to educate ourselves on because these are the people making the decisions when it comes to police being prosecuted. Right. And these are the people that's making, you know, the decisions when it comes to some of the education, you know, us having access to education on the state level. So it's, it, I'm part of a, a, a movement and project where we are identifying, like, people in different areas and uh, swing states and, uh, specifically, but a lot of areas that are good people that are running. Good people meaning people that are good human beings that are looking to do the right thing. And because I'm not about no party, like I'm not a I'm not a politician like that. Like I ain't no Republican Democrat. But if I see Democrats saying things that that I see is for more inclusive and more about helping out poor people, black and brown people, helping out. Just people, I'm going to be more in tune with that, you know, so um, we, we identify people like that and, and we're going to, you know, go out and, and support those those people who are running for office and make sure we hold them accountable. That's one mm -hmm. of the most important things mm -hmm. I need to say. Yo, like, I'm sitting out, we sitting down meeting with, with them and when I say we, I, I mean, it's supposed to be some some type of formal announcement, but it's me and a couple of artists and um, actors that are really forming this, along with some of our um, team that, that that does the work, that does the, the, the groundwork, mm -hmm. we're doing this. So, man, I know that was a long-ass answer for, for, what, no, <laughs> for, no. for what I want to do, no. but, but that's what we're doing. No, listen, I say this on this show all the time. I say this, and I've had uh, Raz Baraka from uh, the mayor of... Uh, uh, yeah, the mayor of New, Newark. I've had Senator yeah. Cory Booker on. I'm about to have two or three more guys come on and talk. For me, I feel like the politicians work for the donors and not the voters. So I, yes. me and Killer Mike had had a conversation. We were like, we all need to put a pack together so that you give the you give the person you donate to the person's fund, and then you turn around when they get in and you hold their feet to the fire. That's the way yes. it's done. It's that's the way it's done. 
It's not done by burning your own neighborhood. It's not done by doing something that makes people say, oh, they're just a bunch of animals. It's, it's you have to work within the system that you have and win at that game. That's just my personal opinion. So everything hey, just... Hey, school. That's right, man. I mean, I want to... I didn't mean to cut your wisdom, but, man, I got a second... I got a second that, like, by saying, man, the change comes also through through the policy. Policy. It's the policy. Then it's a reason that they saying don't. It's the reason why they're trying to stop us from voting. It's the reason why Donald Trump is trying to push back an election or a reason why they shut down the polls. Because those things, when we get people in that, that really care about what we care about, like, and I've met, I never was into politics, bro, growing up. I never even felt like I was a part of America, to be honest, as far as, like, the, the you know, the, the land of the free home and the brave. That's not anything that I was really like, man, I'm, I feel included in that. But, man, I started coming across, whether it was Barack Obama, and now, like, meeting people like Ilhan Omar or Ayanna Presley or, you know, the Cory Bookers of the world, that people that you see really do care. I mean, I, I've had the opportunity to build with... Um, with speak with Speaker Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, and you know, I was like, man, this woman is a good person. I might not, we don't have to agree on every political thing, but man, this is a good person, and she wants, she knows what's going on with the black struggle. She knows what's going on with the Latino struggle, and wants to try to help create some things better for our situation. So I'm I'm not shunning away politics like that because I see how much it affects us. I just believe it's change on it's change happens in on so many levels. Like it happens in the political sphere, it happens in community grassroots movement, it happens like emotionally, like emo I, I never thought about the 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 I never talked about the the um psychological revolution or emotional revolution that we need. And and that's something that I've been discovering, like, man, because I work on myself and I'm working on myself to try to get better. And through, through therapy or meditation and different things that I've experienced, I've been able to overcome certain issues I've had. And, I, and, and if I think about the trauma that our communities go through, man, we need it. Like, we need it. And I'm, and I'm seeing it firsthand with, with our kids at our school, how much meditation has helped them to overcome some of the stress that they have at school. So, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of levels we make the change, but voting is one of the ones we got to focus on right now. And it's up to us to educate ourselves on who these yep. people are. 100%, everything that you're saying, I agree with. I mean, we're, we're in lockstep on that. And, and, and uh, again, I'm noticing that, you know, I spoke to you. I spoke to Styles P. I spoke to Killer Mike. I'm hearing a lot of people say, I'm not Republican or Democrat anymore. I see a lot of people leaning independent. I, I, I don't know. In the last six months, I've seen it. Like, just so many people going independent. So I don't know if that's because people are not identifying with one party anymore or they, or we want more from a party. So we're just saying, listen, until that happens, we won't be with anything. We'll, y'all well, have to well, come and get off that. Well, well, listen, I'm going to be really clear. I'm like, the people that are running in a Democratic sphere right now, when I say I'm not Democratic or, or Republican, I'm like, never like declare, like I'm part of a party. Like, uh, but the people that are that are running for for the Demo the Democrats that are running for office in a lot of the states, as I'm learning more about them, I agree more with them. Like, it's a, 
gentleman named Jamie Harrison who's in South Carolina that, that is running for Senate. Well, you know, my point is, like, Stacey Abrams was somebody I could really get out there and, and support because I believed in what she believes in. And I do believe in what she believes in. And, she, and I see her work and I saw her heart. I'm not getting out there supporting any politician if I don't get a chance to really feel them and see, what they, see who they are. I remember when my mother first, they had to sign up for Barack Obama when he was running for Senate. And, and they was like, you gotta, you gotta support Barack Obama. I was like, man, first let me see who this dude is. And you know, I had met him and seen him at a couple of the hip hop conferences Russell Simmons used to have. And I was like, yes, I believe in this dude. And that, that's what it was. Even for me, school, part of it is like, even if you don't agree with somebody's politics, can you see them as like, they, you still want a good leader right. in, 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 in office. You want somebody that, like, you know, is not, just because you disagree with me, or just because you disagree with them is not going to just shun you off and, and act like you're irrelevant and move you from the equation. So good leaders even is, is what we're looking for. And, um, you know, that's, that, that's, I feel like it's our duty to educate ourselves and, and spread the word. Listen, I could talk all day with you about politics. You know that. I, 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 I burnt up your, talking, going back and forth with you, I burnt up your damn text so I could do that all day. Uh, they, all these people are asking about the, the shy. Can you just talk about the shy real quick? And I'm going to ask you like one, one or two more questions before we get you out the door. Can you talk about the shy real quick? Yeah. Damn, it's crazy because my comments ain't, ain't on. I don't know why I'm going to turn, I'm, I'm turn them back on because I, I got to okay. oh. turn them back on. Oh, here, okay, you got it. All right, cool. Here's why uh, I didn't. Uh, here's why I didn't put the comments on, because every time I do, and, and, and I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. Every time I do a guy that's handsome, I got a bunch of women on here talking about, oh, he's a chocolate shake. Oh, I want, I want that. I need that. Right. <laughs> I listen. I tell them all the time. Don't be the roach that runs up the wall while while company is here. But and that's why I have to turn it off. Oh yeah, you. I, I, well, I ain't know you did. I ain't even know that we could do that. But that's cool. I respect that. If that, you know, running how you running, Scoop. I'm with you. But I'll say this about the shot. I'm I'm very like proud of of, of Lena and our whole team. Um, we often we obviously um, had a, a bump because we you know that brother Jason who was an incredible actor, you know, who was the lead one of the lead actors on our show. You know, we weren't able to go forward with him. So that was a tough situation to get over. But but Lena came in and um, her and the team are really doing doing good work and doing a good job at, and moving it forward. And I just, man, more than anything, to be honest, is I'm just grateful to have a show that I'm a part of as a producer that is about Chicago, that I see people from my city working on the set, working on the crew. It's like... Man, it's really being a chance to be able to go back home and really go back and bring something home for people. Like it's Chicago actors on there. It's like the makeup, the, the person who does hair is somebody who used to do my mama's hair like back in the day. Okay. You know, so it's like, it's that type of, I, I feel grateful for that man more than anything. Okay, I, I, wanna, I wanna end this with this. I have a list of the best MCs ever. And it's based on flow, delivery, impact on, on, on the game. 50 MCs. You happen to be on that list. 
Um, I'm grateful. Thank you. Some people don't. Some people don't put me on there. I'm on there. Thank you. Listen, you can go. You can go listen to. You can go listen to Go, the record you did with Kanye. You can listen to The Light. You can. You have the flow. You have the delivery, and you have the voice that 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 the voice that cuts through on vocals. And you're not even yelling. You don't have to be aggressive to cut through. So that's why I say it's, it's, it's flow, delivery, impact, lyrics, everything, and you're on there. I have, I, 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 one through five is locked in. Everybody else is 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 just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't put them in the order. Number one is Rakim. Number two, yeah. number two is a tie with Cool G Rap and Big Daddy. Number three is LL. Everybody else is, 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 I just put them in no particular order. Um, and that goes from Nas, Black Thought, Fabulous, Jadakiss, Slick Wick, Fred the Godson, Raekwon and Ghostface, Prodigy, Biggie, Jay-Z, Slick Wick, Common, Melly Mel, KRS, Lloyd Banks, Big Al, Prodigy, Eminem, Bum B, Drake, One DMC, BDC. I could go on, man. I, don't, I could, it's 50. Well, I love that. I love that. Well, listen, listen, my top five, it, one day I'm like, one person falls out, another person, I mean, it's just like dependent, but Biggie, Rakim, um, Nas, and and um, KRS stay in my top five. And then wait, wait, sometimes- hold on. Biggie, Biggie, Rakim, yes, yes, KRS, Nas, Nas, and then, and then, and then, sometimes I mean, Big Daddy Kane is like, right? You know, it's like his 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 influence on me has been so strong that I can't help but but say that. Michaela, what's up? My style is just shouting. My style is what's up, Michaela? I got hey, I got the invitation. Thank you, yo. But uh, that being said, uh, yeah, them them my five. Sometimes you know. Andre 3000 is, is like in, in, in top areas, point blank. Um, you, you know, to me, obviously, you got like, who else? I'll say Black, Black Thought be snapping like he, he's incredible. And like, I love, the thing I like about Black Thought is he, he's gotten better through the times. Yes, and rest in peace to, bro, to brother Malik B from, mm -hmm. from the Roots who passes. But um, Jay-Z obviously is, Jay-Z is one of the artists that you like because of his, not only his lyrics, but he, like you said, impact is like, because I look at Biggie as a consummate. I put Biggie always in that top top five because when you look at it, it's like, man, he had the voice. He had the flow, where, you know, flow where you just ride the beats. He was a great live performer. He had lyrics, he had stories, um, styles. He could do a style like, he would go on and do the button, do the bone thugs and harmony mm -hmm. style. Doing that, like the dude is 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 amazing. Uh, so that's why I put him. I, they they talking about Red Man and Meth. Man, I, them them two man is incredible. Well, I've been listening to Red Man lately. Red Man was is one of my favorites. Man, I love him, man. I, so I put it, I put Red Man and Method Man in there as one person, just like I, I put um, EPMD in there as one person. I put Raekwon and Ghostface as one person. So um, I, 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 Grand Poobah's in there. Ice Cube, Jesse West, Ooh, Grand Poobah, Grand Poobah, D, Q-Tip, Little Wayne, yeah, Chuck D. Oh, Q-Tip, man. Okay, I gotta ask you this then. Who if you had to give top five groups, 
I was just having this talk with Lil Rel because he was going, he, you know, me and him was going back and forth. He was, first of all, I'm a big Wu fan too. And he was a Wu. Ray, Ray, Ray is so cold and Ghost and Math Autumn, the Jizza. But anyway, we was going back and forth about who was the top uh, group, the best group. So if you had top five groups, what would that be? Shit. See, see, I had it on a piece of paper, but now I don't have it. Uh, okay. Come on, man. You know, scoop NWA, Wu Tang, Run DMC, I'm gonna fuck somebody. I know I'm gonna fuck somebody. Yeah, you're gonna fuck somebody. You're gonna fuck somebody. And these top five lists, somebody always get fucked. Hold on, let me see if I can find that. Let me see, because I had some names on. That's a fact. think of mine. Mine is. It's Tribe, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, man. You got three more. Uh, Wu-Tang, Outkast, Outkast. I was going to put Outkast, but I, I, I didn't put I, I didn't put Andre 3000, and people fucked me over for that. So I, I, if I'm looking for, for they, impact, I'm going to put Outkast. You got two more. Yeah, I got... Man, for me, I'm just going on my favorites. De La Soul is yep. one of my favorites, man. They, them dudes. And then, man, man, EPMD, man. EPMD, somebody put it up. Now, hold on. Now, 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 just like they said, we done fucked Public Enemy. We done fucked um, EPMD. Oh, shit, hold on. We fucked, we fucked Mob D. Mob D, we fucked him. We Messed that up. See, here's the thing. Hey. You have started. You don't have enough time to be on here because what's going to happen is the last time that I created this list, everybody just kept going. This, this group, this group, this group. Capone the and Omega, the locks. Um, fucking the, the roots. N.W.A. The roots. Fuck me. Fuck the roots. The roots. The roots is dope, man. The roots is legendary. My beef is so cold, though. Man, I, I, I keep. Who? Public Enemy has to be on there. Oh, yeah, P.E., yeah, P.E. got to be on there. One DMC. UCK, yeah. Who, 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 who? What are all the Fugees? Yo, Michaela, we, we, we fucked hey, we, we, The Fugees was ridiculous. We fucked them. Fugees was cold, like. We, we fucked Goody Mob. I guess Goody Mob, Man, was, Goody Mob was in there. Um, Mob Deep. But Mob Deep. The Fugees, man, the Fugees. Oh, far side, man. The far side. The, 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 the far side was good. The far side was fucking good. Uh, who, 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 who's from, who's from the West Coast? Are we forgetting? We're forgetting people from the West Coast. We're fucking them. I can feel it. Um, uh, Souls of Mischief. Souls of Mischief was dope. Souls of Mischief yeah. was was dope. Uh, yeah. Would you put? Would you put? Would you put? Uh, would you put oh, Paul Rice's teachers in there? Would you put Paul Rice's teachers in there? Yeah, I mean, I, I love them. I'm, if we're talking to Paul Rice's teachers, definitely is one of the top, like, groups of all time as far as... Uh, that would be a big list, because I didn't get... I, I got. I know, how many albums did I get from PRT? Do they, should, they, should they have to have a certain amount of albums? Because you could put X-Clan in there, but they don't have enough albums. Yeah, but no, nah, they don't. They don't have to have a certain amount of albums, because I'm sitting up here... Biggie, Biggie is my in my top five, and he had two albums. Man. Yeah, but two just, albums. Comment. The, okay, Ready to Die was good. It was good. It was it was good. It was cool. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, Biggie, Biggie. 
But when he came out with Ready to Die, he showed me his ass. He showed. He said, listen, Scoop, here's my ass that I'm going to show you. <laughs> that, 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 that one album, that one album. What, you, what you're like, talking about, Life After Death? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Life After Death. He showed me his ass on Life After Death. That album, to me, is almost like The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. It's one album that was so good that it, yeah. that it actually... It, you could base you could be in the Hall of Fame just off that one album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, sometimes that's what it, that's all it takes is one. Like he did it with one. The what fact that we like, hold on, one, I mean, two albums, huh? We fuck somebody. Leaders in the new school. And oh Brad man, leaders, leaders is black sheep was dope too. Now nah. we fuck black sheep. Uh, black sheep. Black sheep. Black sheep was called. Brand Nubian, we 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 forget. Oh, brand Nubian, bro. Come on, man. W- would you cons- would you consider no. CL Smooth and Pete Rock a group, or do you would you yes. consider that a they group? Were a group? They definitely a group, and they deserve to be in there. By the way, that scoop saying they're ready to die. Both albums, was, Biggie's albums, was dope to me, y'all. Just be clear on that. Don't don't get it. Don't get it no, messed up. No, both them up. I stand by. I stand by my what I said. I liked Ready to Die. It was good. And I was like, okay, Biggie, I got that. But when he came to me with Ready to Die, it's almost like he said, Scooby, I'm going to show you my ass now. That's my ass to kiss. Naughty by nature. I forgot <laughs> Naughty by nature. Hey, we just forgot one of the greatest groups. What? Yes. They, somebody texted. Somebody put it up there, posted it. Thank you. Um, Gangstar, man. Gangstar. We fuck Guru. Gangstar. Gangstar. Yo, that, 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 now you can go through four albums of theirs and, and have classics on all of them. I'll be rocking, like, Step Into the Arena. I've been, man, I'll be rocking, like, Dwick, you know. I've been rocking, like, Cold of the Streets from Gangstar. Like, you know, my steez, all this, man. It's, it's, but, but, it's but, incredible. But, see, but what, what that is common is that's the perfect combination of premieres producing, but it's, it's, you might not say that Guru had the rap, but he had the voice and the delivery. That's the why voice. he's on that list. He has the voice the and voice. the delivery. Man, some people, man, Scoob is just, is, is, you're born with a gift. Rest in peace to Guru. Guru had a gift of a voice. I look at the gift that, that, that Guru has, like how Snoop voice. Snoop got a cold voice. Biggie had a cold voice. Like, it's certain people, like Nas got a cold voice to me. Like, those voices are gifts. Like, the way we listen to Luther and his voice, like, he sings, but his voice is the gift, too. The way Whitney Houston was or, you know, Stevie Wonder. That's a, that's a gift in itself. That's when I'm like, yo, you born to do this, man, because you're using your voice. Guru had a, a voice. That's why he had a song, Mostly the Voice. Hold on, let me stop you. You have a voice, bro. Just go, go, and that, that's why I put you on there also because of lyrics, flow, delivery, voice, bro. You're, like I told you, as a matter of fact, what I want you guys to do, go listen to, go listen to comments, go listen to second, second album, go listen, go listen to Go by Common, go listen to The Light. You're going to hear it without having to be, without having to be forceful with the lyrics, you can cut through. And that's a yeah, gift, brother. Thanks. That's a gift. Give thanks. Give thanks. I, I received that. Somebody, somebody that. said I'm, Digital Underground. Digital Underground. Yeah, they they, they definitely a, a dope group. Uh, uh, really, they, they, they brought they brought something 
new to the whole thing. They brought something different that we had never seen. And they introduced us to Tupac. Yup, Capone and Noriega. Uh, I got to add yeah. them. I gotta Classic. Add Classic listen, Queens. Listen, man, I can't even deal with this with you. I'll, be on, I'll have you on here all day long, man. Is there anything you want to say before you leave? Blackstar, we fucked what we fucked. Blackstar. We fucked them. Blackstar, how can I forget them? My, that's my family, man. Oh, we fucked them. Most of the time, we fucked them. Yeah, man. Is, is, is there anything? G-Unit, shit, we fucked G-Unit. G-Unit. Who? Dead Press. Oh, yeah, I messed with Dead Press. Lost Boys, we fucked Lost Boys, man. Dead You gotta damn. have Lost Boys on there. Lost yeah. Boys. Man, them songs, they made some joints that, that people rock. Diggable, oh, you said Diggable? Man, they was dope. Okay, now, but, but Diggable Planets only had one song. Do you want to put that on there? Man, I, now, I'm, this is something I want you to do. Go listen to their second album, too. First of all, their first album was good. Listen to their second album. It didn't get as much love because Butter, um, Butterfly spoke up at the Grammys and was like, man, said something real like, Revolutionary. He was like, while we out here celebrating these Grammys, there's people out there homeless out there. That 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 was one of them things. You know how the industry can kind of blackball. That album was was man was good, bro. Don't don't sleep on that album. Hold on, nice and smooth. Oh man, come on, bro. Them dudes. That's cla like they got classics, bro. I love nice and smooth. To this day, I'm rocking them. I mean, I wrote down Fuji's, I think. Fuji's, I wrote down, I got that. Yeah, the Fuji's, uh, the Fuji's, the Fuji's, Fuji's bonafide. They, they, you're talking about Impact. They, they record sold 17 million copies, man. Like, people uh, will forever see that. They might go into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something. I, be, I believe that um, you cannot put Heavy D and the boys down because Heavy D was a solo artist, but Heavy D was dope. Um, is there anything? Yeah, Heavy D was dope, 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 dope. Anything you want to say, sir? Leave, leave on your, leave on your, 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 your yeah. own notes. No, nah, I'm just man. I'm glad that we got to build. I'm glad we got to talk, Scoop. I got a lot of love and respect for you always, man. And uh, I'll see you on the flight sooner than later when things is good. Yep. Um, I got like I told the people, man. I thank y'all for being on here, rocking with us. And um, also, you know, I got a, a a project coming out called Bluebird Memories. It's gonna be on Audible, it's coming out August 4th. It's a combination of, of live music with theater, but it's an Audible experience and it's incredible. So check it out. It's like me telling my story through this letter to my father. So it's really me, you know, storytelling in different ways. And uh, I think people will dig it. And look out for this new fitness series I'm doing called Calm and Well. Calm and Well, like um, it's, you know, workouts, eat healthy foods. It'll be on my YouTube, so. Thank you for the school, for, for, the, for the platform, for building with you. It's great to connect with you. I'm glad you're doing well, good brother. Thank, Thank you, Michaela, for the fresh shirts you've been sending me and keeping me fresh. And I love you, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Um, they added BDP. They added the Fat Boys, Ghetto Boys, and UGK. Man, BDP, come on. Fat Boys, UGK, look, all of them deserve it. BDP is one of the reasons I'm rhyming now. So KRS, still to this day, I know books in the Bible because of KRS, and I read the Bible all the time, but I know, you know, like Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob had three sons, for real, and these were the children of Israel. Come on, man. I know that from KRS. That's the teacher right there. He broke, that, he broke that down. Yes, they, put, 
They put listen. I'm gonna because they keep coming with names. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a graphic. I'm gonna give it to you and you add. They just put the rest of development. I'm gonna I'm, I'll, I'll talk yeah. to you later and I'm gonna make this list. Right. And send it to you, brother. God bless. God bless, love. All right, be safe. That's my man, comment right there. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachetcha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at Fat Man Scoop. Yes, I answer DMs.